Welcome to season three. Today we're going to be talking about the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Here we go. You have reached the I'm Dealing With broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Stay tuned as we talk about three things, the lost sheep, lost coin, lost son. Let's get right into it. back to what we're talking about we just finished talking about the sheep so let's go into the coin so the lost coin uh that starts right around verse 8 of luke chapter 15 uh, verse 8 and it says or what woman if she has 10 silver coins and loses one coin does she not light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it until she finds it. So my question to you, I know we've talked about the lost sheep, but many of us, many of us, myself included, many of us has lost some coin. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) We've lost some coin in this season. Many of us we've lost, we've lost. And reason why I'm saying lost coin is because The coin comes from what you do. The coin comes from what you provide. The coin comes from what you give. The coin comes from what you've invested. The coin comes from what you have sowed. And sometimes, even in the midst of all the things that we go through in life, there are times when we will lose our coins and you know, a brother need all his coins. Yeah. The sister need all her coins. So my, what type of, what type of thing have you've lost uh, your coin? And if you look at today's society, where we are, it says it goes into, it says a piece of coin. See back in those days, one coin was worth a whole day's pay. Mm -hmm. One coin. So she has all these days. She lost a whole day's pay. So when you look over your life, what have you lost that was considered a whole day's pay? A whole day? I would probably say a whole year. Like this speaks to me. This speaks volume. Um, I'll probably say like I lost a piece of myself. Mm. Mm. I lost a piece of myself. See, like, now that's a coin right there. That's yeah. a coin. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people could say, probably could agree to it too. You know, um, just honestly speaking, like as soon as I got a basic training, uh, in, when I was in the Navy, I'm still in the Navy. A lot think I lost a piece of myself where I kind of felt not as loving as giving, you know, I was kind of more like a uh, stoic per se, mm-hmm. you know, I really never like actually care. Somebody got, got hurt, probably wouldn't care. You know, and it, it, it took a little dark turn um, how I could never express my feelings, Yeah. you know, express like my emotions. And I remember talking to a brother about it and he was like, dude, I think you need to get some help. I'm like, dude, I think you're right. Of course, um, I think the biggest thing is like I was kind of praying to God about it. Like, God, like, what is up with me? Like, what's going on? And that led to like an emotional uh, roller coaster in terms of like what's go- what's the root of the issue? you know family and i think and i think sometimes we miss that step is we look at 
we're we're so busy focused on what was lost that we never get to the root of why mm-hmm. <laughs> or deal with that root. Yeah. And that was the challenge for me is like I never dealt with like my issues. I would just sweep on the rug in mm-hmm. the closet. We and all have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And as a man, like never we always told never show your emotions. You know, men don't cry whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I cry. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But mm. never, yeah, but never showing your emotions. That was the one thing I always struggled with. Like, just never let nobody, like, know that something's going on. And um, uh, I had to deal with, like, the whole family drama, you know, uh, relationships, pain, painful relationships, uh, growing up without a dad, without a father. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody knows how painful it is for a young man to not grow with a father. I had a stepfather, but he wasn't. He didn't, I didn't see him as that role as a father figure for me. Mm-hmm. So the challenge of like trying to raise myself and all this um, burden I put on myself, that what led me to, I felt like that kind of made me feel kind of incomplete. You know, I had God, I was with him. I was walking, I'm walking with God, but like I wasn't really walking, keeping a step with him. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just searching on the ground, trying to find that one little coin, you know? And until I got some help or regard about it. I saw the counselor, got some help about it. And I think the biggest thing is like, I had to find the joy and find my, like my reasoning what was my passion, you know, looking at the dealing with the pain, dealing with, you know, the, the hurt of like, I was missing a big piece of my life. of not dealing with the issues at hand. Um, yeah. And, and so when I finally kind of, like I mentioned before, like being vulnerable, being transparent and actually dealing with the dealing with the source. There's this freedom of like, okay, you have one, you have an amazing guy who took care of your needs. Look at like the journey that you're on. Mm-hmm. Many people who are who are in your life who helped you, like you're one of them. And looking at okay, um it, having this optimistic viewpoint, like you could that future of like me the relationship team between me and my mom we could fix that can be fixed you know but it takes me to like continue like be proactive with that be persevering uh per, not just persevering but like being persistent with it so there's a requirement on your part too yeah there's always a huge requirement on my part like i tell you not it does it's it's not a any relationship to fix a relationship it takes it's not one side it's all it takes two to tango it takes two <laughs> I didn't say it. He did, y'all. <laughs> it takes two. <laughs> it takes two people just to uh to fix an issue, and you know that's still an ongoing thing for like current food, like for me between me and my mom. But I think the biggest thing uh is just really going putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, not allowing it to like basically allow, not allowing yourself to be drowned by your your pain, afflictions, and everything else, but actually going out and seeking help. Mm-hmm. And trying to hold on to that life rope, you know, or life raft, whatever they're going to call it. So I, you said that you lost a sense of yourself. Yeah. And I think sometimes for many people, I hear the word peace. Mm-hmm. Many of us, we've lost our sense of peace. Um, our coin has been peace. Not a piece of silver, but that coin for some of us has been our peace. Because of what has 
transpired in the world, maybe what has transpired in this pandemic, maybe what has transpired in your family dynamic, either lately or through the years, has caused you to lose your sense of peace. And everyone has to ask themselves the question is, what was this day's wage that was lost? Whatever that is, what was it really worth to you? Because to the woman, her coin represented a day's wage, her coin. So what does your coin represent to you or Mm -hmm. coins? Because some of it, Maybe we didn't lose one coin. We lost several coins. Yeah. We've lost peace. We lost some mercy. We've lost some grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we found anger, anxiety, and depression. <laughs> and in this in this day and cl- time, in this climate, we have to consider the fact that many times in our life, through transition, through changes, there's going to be some type of loss, but ultimately we know that there is also gain. And um, even in your loss, hmm. while you're losing, um, it goes later in the verse and says that she, oh, you, you, I think you guys might love this. And it says, and it says, doth she not light a candle? or light a lamp, turn some light on and sweep the house and search carefully. And in one translation it says diligently until she finds it. Mm-hmm. And I think many of us, we search for things and in our search, we will search in the darkest places, but we won't shine a light on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> and we have to understand that Anytime you turn light on in a dark place, it repels the darkness. So where are you? Are you are you turning your light on to search for that thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you know, to like add on to that, it's like you're you're in the darkness. So like you don't have that light, the lamp for her. That reminds me of like if a person having somebody to help you out, you know, like we all need help. We all do. Yeah. Every single one of us. Mm-hmm. We're not an island. Mm-hmm. to where we're by ourselves. Well, the enemy would like us to believe we're all by ourselves. Mm-hmm. The enemy would love to share and let you know that, hey, nobody else is going through this but you. So you mm-hmm. might as well just give up, throw on the white towel, jump off the cliff and call it quits. Yeah. And that's the trick of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Because all of us, all of us, regardless of race, color, creed, background, social, economical differences, we are all going through something. Together, separately and apart and collectively, we're going through something which requires us to understand that we're not alone. Exactly. And a lot of people can not understand that, you know, we can't fight this battle by ourselves. Exactly. I learned that the hard way. Like the many times I try to do it myself, I always fail. Mm. I'm always being left behind. I always feel like, oh, this person's not here for me because, you know, why is like I'm going all, I'm going all the way. I'm going out of my way to help somebody else out. But Who's going to do that for me? Mm-hmm. You know, and now I'm being caught now selfishness and pride come in. You know, it's funny that I'm not saying it's really funny and that like I'm laughing, but it's, it's amazing how, um, I, I can only speak to those of us that are listening who are like this, 
who finds themselves in a situation to where you're in a situation of loss. You're in a situation of looking for things. You're in a situation of trying to search for the thing or things that you have lost. But in the midst of that, you find yourself also helping somebody else, encouraging someone else who have lost something. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that? And I'm asking you this question Mm -hmm. from an older man to a younger man. How do you help someone else in their loss while you're dealing with a loss and no one's there to help you? That's a good question. Um, trying to remember, like there's a I went through a lot. (laughs) Wow. Um, I think compassion, Mm -hmm. a lot of, compassion um and understanding of like i'm not i see somebody else who's struggling mm-hmm. i'm myself struggling you're gonna f- normally nine out of ten some people won't but you you you're you want to help that person out most people probably want to just kind of want to take care of me mm-hmm. you know take care of themselves but it's like for me it's like i want to be able to help out other people because i went through that same thing you know or you know maybe like you just you kind of like kind of deny yourself like i i got it this person like needs you know some form of guidance for somebody and no one's helping them out all right you know mm-hmm. what about what about me like let me go out and help this person out right let me help you find this one coin i don't know what that coin is i don't know what it is going to do for you or what that it is but you but know it's important to it's you. important to you and it helps you find happiness you know get out of the situation that you're in by all means i'm going to put myself out there and you know what maybe during that process of you never know it's goes for anybody like maybe that process for during the time like i'm helping you out maybe i'm finding my coin as well exactly see and I, and I think that is one of the things that we fail to realize is sometimes when we put our burdens to the side whatever that burden is when we put our stuff to the side not the fact that it's not important but we begin to focus on someone else's burden to help them, to help them uh, see the light, to help them come out of their dark place, to help them find their coin, help them find their sheep. We find that many times we will actually find what we've been looking for. And sometimes a lot of things that we've been searching for, sometimes it comes home automatically. That is another verse. (laughs) (laughs) But the point of it is, is, we 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 struggle in areas of trying to find what we've lost and then we also have to understand that sometimes when helping somebody else so let's say Josh if you're looking for your coin and whatever that coin is to you let's just say it's 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 the word peace mm-hmm. and you're trying to find peace um we have to understand that maybe peace is not important to me mm-hmm. I got my peace. Yeah. But even in the midst of me having my peace, that doesn't mean your lack of peace is not important to you. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that when we're helping others in any area of their life, what's important to them needs to be important to the person who's trying to help them find it. Yeah. I agree to that. It, it's that just like purposes. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a supervisor or a manager. If they say, if they say, "Hey, 
what's important today. We didn't make sure all these orders are fulfilled and loaded and or shipped by three o'clock. That is the mandate. So that means if that manager or supervisor says that's what's important to them, that means it needs to be important to the supervisor. That means it also needs important be important to the clerk mm-hmm. who also needs to be important to the driver. Yep. It also needs to be important to the person who's loading it. Mm-hmm. It also needs to impor- be important to a person who's going to drive it to whatever that facility is and make sure whoever's gathering the items to put in the order, mm-hmm. it also needs to be important to them. So that means domino effect. It, yeah, it has to be a domino and everybody has to make sure that everyone's on the same page yep. in order to fulfill and make sure the obligation is met mm-hmm. because w- we can't fulfill an obligation. If everybody's not on the same page, it can't be important to me. And then, um, I tell somebody else it's not important or they say, well, it's not important to them or mm-hmm. the other person saying it's not important to them. How can we effectively, change generation how can we get things done how can we find the seek and save and 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 help uh help the lost if everyone's not on the same page yeah and that's the challenging thing about it, like as you mentioned before like having everybody on the same page and then trying to change a generation for me personally i was in workspace and like i mentioned before to, to everybody like i struggle inside my workspace sometimes like i'm a workhorse so no, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, I'm just going to interrupt him real quick. Mm-hmm. This guy, I mean, he was like, God, I had to slow him down. I literally had to slow him down. He was like the Energizer Bunny that had us running on, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lithium ion batteries that never lost charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, going, dude, slow down, slow down, Josh. No, no, hold on, just relax. Come on, you know, you know. Yeah, he, he and he is this go getter. And when something's really important to him or he's been given a mandate, man, he runs full steam ahead <laughs> with the mandate, you know. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Yep, and I uh, appreciate uh, encouragement. And uh, yeah, I would, if I got a task, I would complete it. And um, make sure I lost my train of thought. Um, no, nah, that's good because why are you talking about? And you know, you know what, what I like? Is sometimes um, there are people in your life. Let's just talk about this. There are people sometimes in our lives that are workhorses. There are people in our lives, you know, sometimes our coins we've lost have been some of our workhorses. Some of you have lost employees. You've lost uh, management. You've lost associates. You've lost relationships. And sometimes when the mandate is to get things done, sometimes you'll have a workhorse who will pursue to get things done and just want and really wants it done because they're trying to meet an obligation. They're trying to meet the mandate of what's been given to them. And sometimes it's not always done correctly. Now it's not the fact for the lack of trying, right? It's not for the lack of trying. It's because the, I'm not going to say the anxiety is the enthusiasm to get it done is so important that they sometimes miss the fine 
details. Now, we can't knock the man for trying. We can't knock the woman or the child for trying or the husband or, or the wife or the job or the supervisor, or whatever that is, the manager, the HR representative. We can't knock them for trying. Mm-hmm. But what we do have to do is make sure everyone understands what I's need to be dotted, what T's need to be crossed. Because at the end of the day, whatever that day is considered to you, we have to make sure that the job, whatever that is, needs to be done right, effectively Mm -hmm. and be done, you know, to where it's, you know, not uh, questioned in in every little aspect that we do, because uh, enthusiasm is great. Um you and you you know you you can't you can't train enthusiasm (laughs) you can't train uh yeah you gotta have it you know in many of us in our 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 lost coinness of life sometimes we have lost okay okay lord we have lost our coin is our enthusiasm we have lost our consistency we have lost our fervency. We have lost our um, our timeliness, if you want to call it that. And when you begin to get those things back, when you begin to um, search diligently and try to find those coins of the, the diligence and the timeliness and mm-hmm. things of that sort, when you have that back, what are you willing to do to keep it? Man, and this this speaks about like how it was the end of night 2019 and maybe coming around to like the middle of 2020 for me of me trying to recover in my faith. Me trying to like being flaky. I want to go back to the world and everything. I want to do A, B, and C. I'm trying to do things for God. I'm trying to do things for my life and turn it like in the fleet. And it's like, where you're losing yourself. So I'm losing my, my peace. I'm losing that one or that coin, you know, I'm losing myself during this process. And I needed, I need to get help from other people. And that was just like the, one of the challenges of this year of being consistent and going out of my way to clean up the house inside myself, seeking help from the outside the house, to go find this peace, this faith that I needed, that is much that's worth so much more than the things in the world. Pause. Wait, did you guys hear that? He said cleaning up the house inside himself. He didn't say cleaning up somebody else's. <laughs> cleaning up the house inside himself first, mm-hmm. and then seeking external help to help him in that path. <laughs> Yep, yep, and uh, that's something a lot of people can understand. Uh, we can probably kind of forget. Like you gotta help, you gotta take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. You gotta take care of your needs, and then when God wills it, He will let you help out others. Maybe during the process, like you're helping, you're you know cleaning up that clean in, like in home, like you're able to help out somebody during the process, which is beautiful, you know. But like that's something like I needed during a time. It's like I needed. I need to fix myself. I need to deal with the issues, 
you know, and the time like I finally kind of increased in my got increased my faith like 10 times more. You know, I felt like I was basically kind of rejuvenating my faith. It's like I feel like I was on the top of the world, you know, and now I'm seeing this bigger picture of like other people around me who needs help, too. Mm. And I'm like, OK, God, I see what you're trying to do. Thank you for helping me recover. Now, let me go out, seek out other people who need help, too. You know what I found? And I, I, and we were just talking about that um, last night. And I've been on this trek of meeting men of all ages, you know, regardless of, you know, where they are in life and trying to encourage them and build and not tear down, but build up Hmm. and knowing, knowing, okay. Y'all listen to me, knowing within myself when, you know, like I said, when you know you, 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 when you really know you, when you stand in that mirror, you look at, you look at you, you know, your uprisings and your downsides, you know, Mm -hmm. what you're good at and what you need work on. Yeah. So, and knowing me, knowing some things that I personally have been trying to work on, knowing what I need done in my life, both naturally, spiritually, and otherwise knowing um, my areas of, if you want to call flaws that God has been still bringing people in my life to speak to. Mm -hmm. And, and I find that, it's the areas that I'm speaking to that are sometimes the same areas that he's working on within me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And it's amazing because how be it that you can speak life to others and while speaking life into others, whatever that is, where your needs are also being met at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then why would we hold off and say, well, yeah, me first. And then, you know, if I get around to it, yeah, maybe I'll pour into somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, um, what, what was it? Uh, um, earlier this, I'm not going to say this month, but earlier in the year. And I know a lot of people have seen it there you've heard the term not just this year but even way before you've heard the term paying it forward and i've seen to where for instance you can be in a drive through um you know a starbucks a mcdonald's or in and out burger whatever that is and you'll get up front to pay for your food only to find that the car in front of you already took care of it hmm and then come to find out you end up taking care of the guy behind you. Cause you know, you owe anyway, you knew you owe. Yeah. And you end up taking care of the other guy's coffee behind you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that guy behind you took care of the coffee behind the guy. Yeah. In front. And it becomes this big snowball effect to where everyone is getting blessed. But in the midst of being blessed, you become a blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's beautiful you know it's just one of those things that um we have to uh go through that which leads us right into this next segment where it says where 
after she light, lights a candle and she finds this coin that she then finds uh, people and it goes on to say that and when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me because I have found the coin which had been lost. Hmm. She calls her friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me, right? Friends and neighbors, my friends. So that means sometimes it's people, you know, mm-hmm. and people you don't know saying, rejoice with me. So I guess uh, I want to close out this seg- this particular segment with this. Do you have people in your life who are willing and capable to be celebratory when you find what is lost? Mm. Because I think sometimes um, people become very, very pious. They become very jealous. They become very selfish when you found what was lost. And all you're saying is just celebrate with me that I found it. It's not the fact that I'm some big guy or some big girl or I'm trying to throw stuff in people's face. It's just that I just want you to celebrate with me with me because I found what I've lost. I've, you know, got this relationship back or I've got my marriage back or on track or I've got my uh, relationship with the Lord back on track or I've got my job back. I've got my car back that was repossessed. I've finally got my money back. I finally got a job now or celebrate with me and people are like girl please guy please you know <laughs> and you deal with that and it almost be it causes you to be completely so after you've gone through all this work trying to find what was lost the people that should be your biggest celebrators the people who should be very celebratory in the thing that you've lost and now found become some of your biggest critics And I don't understand how that can be when we are all rooting. Let me change that. When we all should be rooting for your success in every area of your life. I don't know about you, but I want all of us to win. I want you to win in life. I want you to win whether you're selling cars or selling insurance. I want you to win whether even if you're throwing newspapers, I don't know if people don't throw newspapers that much anymore, but even if you're doing that or delivering the mail, you're doing UPS packages or FedEx or Amazon, whether you're, you're leading a team, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're building a business from the ground up with no help with nobody, I want everybody to win, or at least we should want everybody to win. So when somebody says, hey, I finally had I finally made it to X amount of subscribers. Or, hey, I finally got this new client. Hey, I finally such a I'm like, right on. I don't go mm, whatever. And the sad part about it is many people are like that. The sad, but even more so. And some of them who feel like that, they call themselves Christians. You know, when you found your coin, when you finally made it back to Christ. They can only remember you for what you were, not for what you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You, and it's amazing because you, there are so many people who hate fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I don't, 
I don't like fishing except going to a fish market. It's pretty fun, actually. You know, <laughs> and I know some people like it. I just don't have time for it. So while you're fishing, I'd rather throw a drone up in the air and, and, take, <laughs> and shoot video watching you fish. That's just me. That's just me. Everybody don't like droning either. But uh, fishing's not my thing. But it's amazing how many people are great fishermen or fisherwomen because they're always fishing for what you used to be. Mm-hmm. They can always remember and go fish for where you've been. What you did in 1998, what you did in uh, 1983, and when you was at the club with sister. They can all remember when you used to be on the pole. Mm -hmm. They can remember when you used to sell drugs. And they're always fishing for what you used to be. Yeah. Instead of celebrating to what you've become. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. Man, and and it's crazy. Like, people... (sighs) Why not rejoice that somebody made a huge, significant change in their life? You know, I remember I get probably persecuted for my family regarding about a relative, regarding about like me wanting to do things for God. You know, maybe during that time I probably made like dumb decisions in terms of like trying to put the guys, uh, the ministry instead of like me working. You know, like that was pretty stupid to me. I should, I could have done both, but it's like my where my uh, focus is at. But during the time, it was like, are you not happy that I am not, you know, selling drugs or anything like that? I'm not doing anything crazy. Like I'm just doing something that's kind of positive. Mm-hmm. But it's like people tend to see the negative instead of seeing the positive. You know, they want to, they want to see, they want to stick to the past instead of seeing what's in the present, the future, right now. You know, they want to see the ugly and the, and the seeing the good. And it just kind of blows my mind. Like, why are you celebrating with me? Like, I'm not the same Joshua from long ago. You know, this is me today. Like, I used to be, like, sad all the time and everything else, kind of focused to be selfish. But now, like, I'm kind of giving and everything else. And, you know. A lot of people uh, tend to. A lot of people tend to just not show, you know, like kind of empathy or just not care. They just want to just kind of focus on like the past. Like, stay. Why are you? Why you want to stay in the past? Like, just mm-hmm. consider. I don't know. It's it's really it's really mind blowing. Like this question right here is like it. No, this this topic right here it really kind of hits home because it's like, why not see the good and others you know i'm used to get to myself like me trying to go back to like when i go back to workspace seeing people making progress in their jobs and everything i'm like i don't care but i think the biggest thing is like check check in my heart mm. you know i think that's a big thing like a lot of check. actually yeah i want to share with everybody like and we all have a lot of heart issues i think that's a little about jesus ministry like he will expose that he will expose the dark out of you and and there's a lot of guys who are like who I'm in charge of that I sometimes I build them up other times like dude you really start getting on my nerves like get away from me and uh, we have we, we had those no, moments. we don't have people like that in our lives at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um I think honestly I gotta like you know celebrate with them like dude you're making progress let build them up you know and, and, you know, and the thing and it's not even the major accomplishments mm-hmm. it's any accomplishment the tiniest one because in everything we do, it's one step at a time. It's not always the big leap. Yeah. It's not always the big jump. Mm-hmm. It's not always jumping over the Grand Canyon that should be celebrated. Most of the time, it's just the major 
the small little steps that people make in the right direction that you celebrate because it's in that encouragement mm-hmm. that leads them to being whole. Mm. Yeah. And it, when we don't celebrate, you know, sometimes we want to, well, that's good, but you know, you need to finish that thing over there. Mm. That's okay. But what you really need to do is, and to be honest with you, when we come off as, as the word condescending, yeah, you end up, um, reversing all the progress in their mind that they've already made because where they're looking for affirmation, mm-hmm. we've given them degradation. Yep. And anytime we degradate or step on what God is blessing. Oh God. Yeah. We need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this one is a, uh... This one hit home. I'm, oh man, it is one of those mm. things that I just, I just go, you know, it, it's amazing. Uh, even in this year alone to see, you know, what God has done. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm internally grateful for all the things that he's done with me, um, with what I've seen with my family those close to me as well as extended my friends Mm -hmm. and, and and different. And yeah, has it, has this been a year of loss for a lot of people? It has, it has, but what I've also seen, I've seen skills being, uh, harnessed. Yeah. I've seen more knowledge being learned, more understanding, Mm -hmm. Um, it's brought families close to closer together who were further apart mm-hmm. because they always felt that eh, no big deal. I can see them next year. I can see them next month or next, you know, and we all know tomorrow's not part. Yeah, it's not, you know, so this year has been a great learning and understanding year for me as well as others. Amen. If we, if we look at it from the right perspective, and I think a lot of times, that's what messes us up it's the noise that messes up our perspective mm-hmm. because we're so focused on the noise yeah that we're not focused on the plan uh-huh Ooh, and speaking of plan the lost sheep the lost coin the lost son oh, let's go now